guys, welcome to Dance Matters Podcast, a place designed to connect people in the dance and performing arts industries. I'm your host, Kaylee, And I'm your co-host, Charlie. We hope you have been enjoying all of our episodes. I can't believe the podcast has just celebrated its six-month birthday, released 41 episodes, and has had over 6,000 downloads. Thank you to everyone who has supported us and listened to our episodes. Today we have another special guest for you. Samantha Grecky has been dancing since she was six years old. She danced competitively throughout Canada and the USA. She even danced as a part of Team Canada in the World Championships of Dance. When she was 16, Samantha landed the role of Stephanie on The Next Step as a part of the original cast. She now owns and directs her own dance studio with her closest friends. Please welcome Samantha. Hi Sam, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me, nice to see you guys. Now Sam, you are probably best known in Australia for your role as Stephanie in The Next Step, but can you take us back to where it all began for you? When did you first start dancing? So I started dancing when I was six and I hated it. (laughs) My mom uh, signed me up for recreational. I was, uh, you know, a rambunctious six-year-old, and every Saturday morning I would cry. (laughs) Uh, So, you know, my mom wanted to teach me commitment and, you know, dedication, so she said, you know, we started this now. You have to stick it out until June, because our season over here runs from September to June, like the school year as well. So I had to stick it out, and then when it was over, my mom was like, okay, like, look at you, you got through the year, and she's like, you don't ever have to go back. And I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> so that's kind of how it all started. By the end of it, I kind of fell in love with it. I can't believe that. I think you're the first person who's actually said when you started it, you hated it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I absolutely hated it. I wanted to. I Also, fair, like in all fairness, it was a 9 a.m. class. And I've never been a morning person. <laughs> Yeah, it was difficult for me to adjust, for sure. What dance style did you start with? Uh, I started with jazz, actually. And did you jump straight into competitions, or what age did you start doing those? So I did recreational for two years. So I didn't start competition until I was eight. And when you started comps, was it solos, duos, trios, troops? How do you start? My first year of competitive, I just had my groups. I didn't get so over here. You kind of have to get asked to do extra stuff. So I just kind of did uh, ballet, tap, jazz and hip-hop and they were just all big large groups with uh I think there was like maybe 20 in my class and then yeah so I just did my first year of competition was just with the groups. Okay so in Australia we kind of have it that you can pretty much do solos if you want to do them you actually have to be asked to join in those? Yeah so over here first of all they want to see if you're ready for a solo Mm -hmm. or a trio and then they'll offer you uh, let's just say a solo and what they think suits you best like what your strongest suit is so for example my solos always for the first little while were jazz. I always had jazz solos and then um, as I got older I started to get really keen into uh, acro as well so I always had a jazz and then an acro solo as well but it was kind of just always at the discretion of the teacher. Can you remember what your first solo was? Yes of course I did a jazz solo to Proud Mary by Tina Turner and I wore this cute little silver two-piece with fringes and it was it was really cute. Perfect. What level of competing did you end up doing and how many solos at the height of your competition were you doing? My last year would probably be the the height I was 16 when I stopped but 16 was my last year we went to Vegas which was a national so we competed against all kinds of people all over the world and I had three solos at the time so I had a jazz solo a lyrical solo and an acro solo and what amount of training do you think you were doing when you were 16 more than I was not I was in the studio seven days a week Saturdays and Sundays were full days at least 10 hour days Um, and then during the week was after school 3 p.m to 9 10 p.m so six times five plus 20 hours on the weekend. 
It was a lot. <laughs> wow, is that fairly standard in Canada? Depending on what level of competition, yeah. Like even like with my girls now with the studio, we train them. We train them a lot. Yeah, right. That is a lot. What was your most memorable moments of dance as a young dancer? Honestly, I loved traveling. Uh, what I did with one of the dance studios that I was with towards the end of my career, we went away a lot. So like, I got to go to Chicago. I got to go to Florida. I got to go to all these places that like I went to New York. Normally. Like I would never, not that I would never go to these places, but it was just such a great opportunity. I would have to say probably going to New York. We did a big nationals in New York. I'm not sure if you guys ever heard of Jump. It's more American. Yeah. Basically, it's like a 10 day competition slash convention. So you get to also like meet as, as well as compete. You get to meet all of like the top of the line, you know, most influential uh, choreographers and they you get to like take a class from them. So I remember being, I was like maybe 13, like learning from, um, I'm not sure if you've heard of these people, like Mia Michaels, yes. uh, Travis Wall, all of these like amazing choreographers that normally, you know, a studio might not normally bring in because they might be expensive or whatever it is. So I kind of got that opportunity to learn from them and, you know, kind of have an intimate dance class with that kind of thing. Now, you were also a member of Team Canada Dance Team, which earned a bronze. What sort of competition was that and how do you become a part of Team Canada? So I actually went to Germany when we went. What an amazing experience, honestly. (laughs) But it was almost like a cheerleading competition, if that makes sense. Like, kind of like the ones that you see on TV, like in the movies. It was exactly the same stage, like with a sprung floor and the carpeted floor and everything. And normally, and I'm sure you know, Charlie, that you're on a stage that's higher than your audience. So with this, it was the other way around. So your audience was going up and you were on the ground. And yeah, it was just, you get like adjudicated on the spot, which is not normally what we do over here. So like right away, you kind of get told what score you got and this, that, like after you're done, you line up in a line and then they kind of like tell you your score, what each judge gives you. And then they kind of, you know, tell you your overall bronze, whatever. My dance studio actually uh, hooked me up a lot of the times with like auditions in here and there. So the year that I uh, auditioned for Team Canada, do you guys know Blake McGrath? Yes. Yeah. So he was the choreographer slash casting director kind of thing. So he had a close relationship with my studio director and kind of reached out, I guess. I mean, I guess he reached out to all the local dance studios in Ontario. And I kind of just went and auditioned like a regular audition. We learned to combo from Blake and then he kind of picked whoever he wanted and that was it. And at the competition, was it one big troop dance you did? Yeah, we only did one dance. There was, I believe there was maybe 30 of us. And we literally had, I believe, maybe two to three weeks to put together like a three minute routine. Now, was that the team that Victoria was a part of as well? You know what funny enough I'm not sure I don't remember see Victoria so Victoria's four years younger than me so when I was on the team I was 15 so that would have made her 11 so even if she was on the team like again it was a huge troop there were 30 of us she was 11 and I was 16 yeah you know what I mean yeah so I don't believe it was the same year I believe she went the following year but we probably wouldn't have spoken anyway (laughs) Now, you were 16 when you joined the cast of The Next Step. How did that all come about? Again, my dance studio. Yeah, they sent me to just an open casting call, an open audition call, and I went, and that was it. Did that have much of an impact on your life in terms of schooling and things? Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, not to the degree that normally landing a role in a TV show would, because The Next Step filmed in the summer months. 
Uh, so it overlapped a little bit. Like we would normally start filming in June and school over here doesn't really end until the end of June. But I was in grade 11. So I ended up actually switching my courses over to online. So I actually just stopped going to school physically in general and finished up online. It was also just easier for me not instead of missing. And I was also still competing as well Mm -hmm. so I was like going to competition missing I was missing a lot of school due to competitions because they're you know sometimes Wednesdays to Mondays so I'd be going to school two days a week and then before I knew it dance competition season was over and then I had to start filming so my mom was my mom and my principal kind of we all sat down and met up and they just agreed that online schooling would be the best bet for me how did that work for you was it a bit of a challenge or was it good for you it was a challenge when I was in it and it ended up being good for me as a 16 year old it's different I mean even as an adult sometimes it's difficult to kind of like self-regulate and know that yeah like you have to get up and you have to go on the computer it's not really but it also feels like it could potentially be an option Uh, so it was challenging but like I said it ended up working out in the long run now how much acting training had you done before landing the role on the next step none so your audition was it mainly dance related the first three rounds were just strictly dance Um, and then it wasn't until the fourth round where they so every round they make their cuts and then by the fourth round they just asked us to kind of speak to the camera and they would ask us kind of like this like almost like an interview they weren't looking for experienced actors because they did want somewhat of like a raw reality type tv Mm -hmm. show so they kind of normally when you audition for a television show you need to portray a certain character that they have already written but with the next step they didn't know they knew kind of what they wanted but they didn't know what these characters were going to be until they met who they chose kind of thing what was your overall experience like filming on the next step if i had to describe it in one word it would probably be surreal it doesn't feel like work first of all and like honestly the cast still to this day are like my best friends we talk all the time they were just such a great bunch and you know charlie like dancers kind of have this bond you have like a different relationship with your dance friends than you do your school friends so it was nice that I met all of these dancers who I never met before but we were it was so easy to kind of get along and I grew up with them right had you ever come across any of them before in competitions two people I knew Jordan who played Giselle and I knew Jenny who played Chloe Mm -hmm. so how much dancing is actually involved do you think there's more acting more dancing how do you think the ratio sort of split up it depends like it depends on the day like what I can say as far as like the dancing goes is that there was a lot of behind the scenes rehearsals more so than the acting goes Um, again because it wasn't necessarily acting Mm -hmm. it did take a long time they never really gave us a script so it was kind of have an altercation let's just say I would get into an argument with someone and then the director may not have liked what I said so I would have to keep on changing my words and sometimes it was 25 times before he was like that's the sentence I want go with that and then you know on the dance side of it sometimes we were dancing until three o'clock in the morning for the next day to be on set for 6 a.m because we hadn't finished the routine you know so majority of the days I would say like we would have 6 a.m call times and we would work until 9 p.m but then it was like dancing until from 10 p.m. to 3 a.m. because we had to get it done. And what part do you reckon you enjoyed more? Was it the dancing part or the acting? I mean, I love to dance Mm -hmm. for sure, obviously. But definitely the whole experience as far as acting went, it was really nice to step out of my comfort zone. And I, you know, in the four years, five years that I was on the show, it was nice to learn something by experience. We learned more by doing rather than sitting and learning. After leaving the next step, what did you get up to? I opened up a dance studio. 
Yeah, so um, after my final season, which was season four, I had turned 21 that year, and I was, what am I going to do with my life? <laughs> so I uh, I decided that I was going to open up a dance studio in my hometown. It's a little a little town just north of the city over here, and it's been, uh, it's been quite a ride, but it's been nice. What made you make that choice instead of pursuing more acting, more performing, to go and open your own studio? So I am still doing, I still have an agent, and I still, you know, keep my eye out for jobs and stuff I just found that it wasn't as consistent as I needed it to be as an adult Mm -hmm. uh, to be honest with you um you know I I had met my who was my boyfriend at the time and he's older than me so we you know we wanted to kind of take the next steps in life and I didn't have a job (laughs) so being on a tv show that may or may not happen again and as you obviously eventually you know it came to an end I kind of needed something a little bit more stable. What do you love about owning a dance studio? What don't I love? (laughs) Honestly, I just really, I really do love kids. And I didn't know that until we started traveling because of the show. And we would go and I would get, you know, kind of emailed and hit up on, on social media to go and teach classes at different dance studios. And that's really when I fell in love with teaching. Because I'd never really obviously taught before the next step. I was a student myself. It was that that kind of opened my eyes to how much I loved kids and how much I loved to teach. That's where that drove me. And I don't know, I just didn't think that I could do teach exactly and do exactly what I wanted to do unless I had my own space. What do you find the biggest challenges about it? The parents. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sometimes parents are a little, you know, they have to advocate for their children. And I'm also still learning. But I mean, I have to say I've been very fortunate. Um, I have a really great clientele. I have really great students. I honestly, if there's one thing that I absolutely hate is when a child doesn't do as well as they want to at a dance competition. I think that that's the hardest part on me because I, I do know what that's like to not you know to put forth so much effort and maybe not get the results out of it that you want so just kind of seeing that heartbreak and having to be the strong person as much as I want to hug them and cry with them I have to be you know the the rock (laughs) (laughs) do you actually teach some of the classes or do you just own the studio oh no I teach majority of the classes Um, I don't have a lot of a lot of teachers it's just me and three other girls Mm -hmm. So um, I teach majority. Who have been your favorite choreographers to work with? I actually had a really great time working with Blake McGrath when I was on Team Canada because he's like majority jazz and jazz was my favorite growing up. He kind of introduced me to a new style of jazz. I was very used to, you know, being taught from my one jazz teacher my whole life and then he was actually the first person to kind of teach me a new way of all the stuff that we could be doing and I I really actually I still follow him on Instagram I I think that he's great who have been your biggest inspirations uh in the dance industry or just in life in life in general I mean obviously my mom (laughs) my mom is, is is a very strong woman my mom and to be honest a lot of the people from the next step like Jordan I always looked up to Jordan uh she's she's a few years older than me and you know growing up she was always truly like even in the in as a kid she was that redhead everybody knew who she was with that fire hair and I remember she was always amazing and then she she won so you think you can dance and as a dancer I just always really looked up to her she was just so great and even as a person like Honestly, some people are like, is Jordan really that nice? Like, honestly, she's really that nice. Like, it's, it's crazy how wonderful of a person she is. What have been the biggest challenges that you've faced? Growing up. <laughs> yeah, I would have to say growing up, for sure. Realizing, you know what, like, I would say actually the biggest challenge ever would be when I got written off the next step. 
Okay. I just, you know, no pun intended, wondering what the next steps were going to be for my life. I had kind of gotten this golden ticket and then I woke up one day and I was an adult. And so, you know, my, my parents, my boyfriend at the time, he was kind of like, so what's next? And that's exactly when I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know. You know, you spend so much time just kind of living in the moment that you don't realize that there is there's there's more <laughs> so yeah I would say that was probably the biggest challenge is that it was about a year a year and a half of like trying to figure out exactly if I was gonna just pursue acting and dancing and singing full-time or if I was gonna you know try and find something a little bit more concrete or whatever do you get much of a heads up with that or do they just turn around and say oh we're not renewing your contract I found out so again we filmed June to September normal or I got a call in maybe April uh, and it wasn't from the producers or directors it was actually from the casting director Amy she actually is like our mother mm-hmm. <laughs> we gained a really we, we grew a really strong relationship with her and she called me actually one day crying because she didn't know how to tell me and she loved me so much and you know and but at least I wasn't blindsided by it Mm -hmm. you know what I mean I knew it was coming I knew that I was only going to be in so out of the 33 30 episodes that they film I was only going to be in three I knew that they kind of wanted to run it that way Mm -hmm. I always knew that I knew that eventually the kids uh, on the show were going to graduate and move on to bigger things yeah Uh, I just wasn't sure if they were kind of going to do a spin-off of it and kind of do something like you know the old farts from the next step and what they're doing now <laughs> but yeah they ended up just kind of like like we graduated and they brought in new, new kids, people right? i still so. like the old farts the best <laughs> yeah that would have been great <laughs> the original group is still my favorite <laughs> yeah have you ever had any major injuries no actually i have been fortunate enough i've never broken a bone i did tear my rotator cups in my uh, shoulders that was a tumbler like i did acro but i still had to compete my teachers didn't really care <laughs> you were competing with two torn rotator cuffs i sure was how did you manage that uh lots of advil lots of ice yeah, right. It didn't cause a long-lasting effect. Used to no, recover. I was, I, I was fifteen. You heal like a like this when you're a kid, right? I just went a couple. There was there's really nothing that you can do for those anyways, other than rest. rest. Yeah. And I didn't have the opportunity to rest, so I just rested in the summer. What is your favorite style to dance? You know what? I've always loved jazz. As I got older, I started to really appreciate lyrical and contemporary. Do you enjoy acro? And what is the hardest trick you have had to perform? I love acro. Can't do it anymore. <laughs> but the hardest trick I've ever had to perform would be a tumbling sequence with backhand springs with my two torn rotator cuffs. What are the similarities between you and your character? Stephanie. Well, because Stephanie was written based on me, uh, we do share a lot of similarities in the sense of we're both very loyal friends. We are very strong-willed and we talk a lot. What would be the main differences between you and your character? Stephanie sometimes isn't all that nice. I am normally more filtered than Stephanie is. I mean, we all kind of have that mean girl side in us, I think, somewhere. But you need to know how to address situations, whereas I feel Stephanie was just sometimes flat out mean. Who was your favourite person to hang out with on the next step? My favourite? If I had to pick, it would probably be Jenny. Only because we were very close in age. We had a friendship before, so we kind of would always hang out on screen and off screen. What has been your favourite scene you have filmed? It's funny because every time somebody asks me this, there's only one scene that comes to my mind, and it was in season one 
one and Tiffany had to be my arms when we went to the coffee shop when we went to the juice bar and she put lipstick all over my face fun fact about that we tried so many different things going against my face <laughs> before we got to the lipstick like she fed me an orange a banana an apple I don't even know what else. I think she we actually did like a full face of makeup at one point and then finally we settled on the lipstick which I ended up wearing all over my face anyways but that honestly I don't know how we got through that that was the funniest thing I've ever filmed in my whole life now funny question why does that juice shop change names every single season honestly I don't know <laughs> I am really quite unsure. I, I It's been changed so much that I don't remember. Was it because it's changed every season? Every season, it's a new name. I don't know. The owners suck, apparently. <laughs> yeah, they're not very good at maintaining their business. Do you ever go back and watch episodes you have been in? Not on purpose. I have young siblings, so every once in a while I will catch them or, like, their friends. And then, like, on Instagram, sometimes I get tagged in, like, certain uh, scenes from certain episodes, so I'll kind of watch them. But I don't even know where to find it anymore. Like, it's not on TV over here. Like, you can't just, like, get it anymore. So I would kind of, like, have to go on YouTube and search myself and watch myself, and that's just weird. What was your favorite dance you performed on the next step? I would have to say favorite dance would be the blindfold dance. That was so cool and so difficult. (laughs) What advice would you give to someone like me who wants to one day be as good as you? Don't let anybody tell you that you can't. I had a lot of people in my life tell me that I couldn't or that I shouldn't or that I wouldn't. And I did. Yeah, so the only person that really matters to believe in you is yourself. What are your goals and dreams for the future? My goals and dreams for the future. I would like to give the uh, acting industry another go. Uh, I would definitely want to do that now. I told you guys I have an agent. She's working both in LA and Toronto. So I'm hoping once all this quarantine is done, I can hopefully, you know, I would like to book at least one more gig and give myself one more chance. Now that I'm an adult and, you know, I maybe take it a little bit more seriously now and understand how, you know, how great of an opportunity it is. But I'm also just like really happy in the place that I am right now too. Like I'm getting married. I want to be a mom. I want to have a nice house, you know, just simple average dream. Now you're getting married. Have you got your dress picked out? I do. Is there more than one or is there one dress? No, just one. Just one. I'm not that high maintenance. (laughs) (laughs) And does your husband dance? Is he up for a good dance in the bridal world? Oh gosh, no, (laughs) absolutely not. He's a plumber. (laughs) So he is the complete opposite. That's all right. I'm sure he will pull out a beautiful dance anyway. Oh gosh, I hope so. We'll keep it simple for him. (laughs) Well, thank you, Samantha, so much for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you so much. I hope to hear from you guys soon. Thank you so much, Samantha, for joining us. We are so grateful that we got to talk to you. Remember, if you enjoyed this episode, you can find all of our previous episodes on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts and Stitcher. Make sure you send us a DM to give us feedback or let us know who you would like us to talk to next. Also, don't forget our new video content with behind-the-scenes footage you can access on YouTube. Just search for Dance Matters Podcast and hit the subscribe button to stay up to date. Remember to listen, love and learn. Catch you next time. Bye. Bye.